Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live! Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. And available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. To make sure you always get your new going in raw notifications coming to us directly from Flavortown, it's the Ham Man. Hi. With your phasing mug. What yeah, it's got today? a cloaking device on it. What are you drinking today? A uh, hot toddy, some Ooh. ginger tea, some bourbon, squeeze of orange. I've got some Lagunitas because I'm I'm aiming to save some tigers on the River Stygian. Yeah. Holy crap, before we get started with our SmackDown review, if you guys haven't seen this, you need to get to Twitter ASAP and check out this Undertaker Money Michelle, Michelle Money video uh, for uh, the rarespeciesfund.org. Yeah. They're saving some tigers. And if and we if save we, the tigers, we can save the world. And if you don't save tigers, you will... Ri- Whoa, hold on a second. Look, you're joining me over here also, man. Oh, hello, me. Hello, that. me. It's me again. This is a, this is a terrific <laughs> piece of art. It's a collaboration between me and my child. I did a, a coloring book. Uh, I did some coloring book pages for her using my iPad and pictures of like you know people that that, that are in my phone. And so uh, I want to do a RoboCop one and maybe like a Sid one also. But I did like some family members, and of course I did you. This is the first one I did. I was very happy with it. And then she colored. Mm-hmm. She did a great job. And Fantastic. it's right here. Right on top of this 10 for the win shirt, which you can get right now at friendomerch.com. For those of you just listening to the audio realm, you have no idea what I'm talking about. That's okay. Anyways. We can assure you it looks great, though. It looks fantastic. We're broadcasting live right now on Twitch. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's where we do our recaps live. We have a news brief that went up earlier today. Yeah. So there you go. That and that and that. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, Joe Warris says, can Steve release a coloring book for friendos to download? Yeah, I've kind of thought about that. I'm like, yeah, just put together like, this this took me like five minutes to do. So Mm -hmm. I might do like, I don't know, 20 pages and release it as like a PDF. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Y'all just color us in and then send us pictures. That'd be great. Yeah. Really good. Anyways, uh, so SmackDown happened. What do you think? Uh, I mean, there was some good stuff. Everything with Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak was great. Yeah, they seem to know that like if anybody's going to take advantage of an, the empty arena situation, it's going to be those guys. They put on yeah. some really fun matches. The Otis uh, stuff is pretty solid. Yeah, and then when you have, I mean, the thing is we, we've sort of talked about this as we've been talking about the whole empty arena idea and how we're both pretty impressed with AEW. And I think I've seen this a lot on Twitter. A lot of people agree that having people, having other wrestlers storyline-wise within the vicinity of the ring yeah, it really helps heighten the drama. It really gives a little bit of energy to it. And so in this situation, you've got two guys taking on three guys. So, of course, a couple guys are going to be milling about ringside, and that brings a bit more energy to it. Uh, I have uh, some baseless uh, speculation theory. Oh, I think uh, um, we might be on the same page. Go ahead. 
the reason that the performers in AEW might be more adept at wrestling in front oh, of basically nobody. Mind. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, is uh, this, a lot of them aren't too far from uh, working smaller crowds. Yeah, or as sure. WB, you work massive crowds every night. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and so WB is they 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 have a very specific way, even down to like how you walk to the ring, mm-hmm. you do your promos. It's all very tailored for crowd and crowd responses. Yeah. Whereas the talent AEW, some of which have worked in a, you know indie shows, which maybe drew a couple hundred people, it still do uh, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's 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 not that vast of a difference as opposed to going from six, seven, eight hundred. Sorry, six, seven, eight thousand people in the stands to zero, as opposed to one or two hundred to you know a dozen. Yeah, that's totally a possibility. So, um, so yeah, I thought that the uh, let's see here. Let me take a look at your notes here because the opening know. segment was an embarrassment. Man, I dude, I was I didn't I was not into that at all. I I don't care, but I know it was like is maybe at most like what ten minutes at most. It felt like an eternity. It really did. Like if as soon as Gronk comes out in that ramp and starts dancing. Like, here's the thing, man. I understand that they probably had this place, that they had this idea in place for him a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, before all this uh, virus stuff started happening. And mm-hmm. I just wish that they were the kind of company that can see and then adapt to the idea that Gronk as a host, I'm not just, in theory, I'm not really opposed to. But Gronk has a reputation and Mojo has a reputation together with him as party guys mm-hmm. i mean you, you see gronk's entrance and it's it's party bro you know yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like bro basically yeah and that works with a crowd of people it works mm-hmm. with a large because that's a party and when it's just him in an empty arena it just it just doesn't work no. at all and it's like no. okay maybe just scoot him to SummerSlam or something. Well, that's what I think that. the plan is probably going to be is introduce him uh, as member of WWE Universe now because SummerSlam is going to be in the Boston area. It's going to be in Boston, I believe. Yeah, sure. So he'll have his match against Baron Corbin or a yeah. tag match yeah. at that point. Yeah. That being said, you know, man, this is, oh, God, I could care less about I I just hate this stuff. I hate it so bad. So what's Braun Strowman going to do? Is, is that why Braun went on his little anti-indie uh, wrestler uh, tirade on Instagram? I don't know what motivated that. Apparently, he's not set to do much of anything at WrestleMania, which is weird. <laughs> Maybe he's just sad that he's been bumped as celebrity guy. Maybe. And now that's now, going to Baron Corbin. Now he's like, what's my spot now? I held the, uh, the Intercontinental title for a cup of coffee. And now Corbin's the new celeb guy. Yeah. What's 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 Braun to do? Braun didn't even get like a re- rematch or anything. He quantum no. leaped, didn't he? Yeah, man. That's weird. You'd think that like he would be because Braun Braun brings obviously, you know, the, the circus attraction feature to the WWE. You know, the big man who's by the way, people are asking about this. This is a friendo club fake tattoo, right? Somebody asked today if I had big red or or just a red tattoo on me. It's a fa- it's, it's a friendo club tattoo. I got a bunch of these made up. I don't know what I'm going to do with them quite yet. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, he he. So, like you know, Braun, I think can bring something to an empty arena. Yeah, especially a place like the PC, which the based on what we saw on NXT, they have no issue destroying. True, and and he makes it look smaller, which is kind of what you want. He looks mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I, I guess they just don't have anything for for him for WrestleMania. I don't know if he was going to be back in that Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Now that's off. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, th- this opening segment was was not good garbage. I thought there was a lot of other stuff to really appreciate though. Um, I mean, it didn't have the energy of that AEW show for obvious. No, reasons. it didn't have the energy of last week's SmackDown. And it didn't. And I wonder if I wonder if they felt that Triple H. It, it's sort of like, man, this this can't be the trip. As much as I would love it to be, I could see Vince thinking, "Well, we're on the road, WrestleMania. We gotta heighten the drama a little bit. This can't be Triple H just picking on Michael Cole for the rest of the time till WrestleMania." Again, I would love that. Another another bit of evidence that Vince is completely out of touch. Yeah, I I kind of see the point there, though. You want pe- you want people to focus on the no, stories. Here's the thing, here's the thing though. Uh, 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 just give us fun. 
Like they like what Matt yeah, Hardy that, in is. Yeah, I know. I know. It is. Uh, I I didn't listen to his appearance on Talk with Jericho, but that was like the one thing he said is like they suck the fun out of everything. Yeah, yeah. Just like let there be a little bit of fun. Just give us a little bit of fun. How much do you like that 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 story about uh, Matt? We didn't really talk about that at all. I haven't uh, listened to it yet. So, uh, <laughs> well, I just read the transcript about how like Matt Hardy says like, dude, even the day, the day of that last Raw episode. They were still running him down, trying to figure out if he was going to re-sign or not. Dude, it's you know what's so funny too is that so I was I was pulling footage for uh, for Sunday's ten for the win, and I oh I was watching I was grabbing some stuff from the Monday Night War documentary, and it wasn't Nash, it was somebody else was talking about being in WCW when WWF was firing on all cylinders and they were complaining with somebody from WCW. They were saying, yeah, dude, like we all knew that Vince was booking three months ahead and we were literally day. I think it was Dean might've been Malenko. I don't know. And he was saying we were literally week to week, day to day, Mm -hmm. sometimes hour to hour, like the show would let Nitro would be going. We'd heard this before. Yeah. And they'd yeah. still be delivering, changing the scripts and delivering it. And one time, apparently <coughs> one time, they just they didn't know what was gonna what should happen next. So they said, Regal and Finley, get out there and just go until we tell you to stop. Oh my goodness. They were figuring it out during a match. Jeez. And so, but the point, my scenic route point there is, you know, there was a time, man, when they were booking and I understand that the virus has sort of thrown everything asunder. But at the same time, we've heard far too often that scripts are written at the last minute in WWE mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. things are just it's it's sort of chaos in terms of the creative. And the mm-hmm. fact that their biggest the, probably their biggest angle going into Mania is this Orton Edge thing. Yeah. And uh, a key component, the usage of Matt Hardy, they they did not know what was going to happen there. So that that's why that match changed that day, because yeah. Paul, like Vince said, I have a feeling that Matt's not going to resign. If he doesn't resign, I don't want to do this match. Silly. It is silly. Silly stuff. Speaking uh, of silly, uh, Michael Cole introduces Mojo to introduce Gronk to kick off the show. Uh, so Gronk, he comes dancing out to the ring. It's ridiculous. Um, and he and Cole asked Gronk if being at Mania is a dream come true. Now, my memory's not that great, but I seem to remember, hell, they play it in the video package before this, that Gronk was already at a WrestleMania. We were there. It was yeah. the one in Orlando, 33. He came out uh, to help Mojo win the Andre Battle Royal. Yeah, that's this right. This isn't like this is Gronk, Gronk's first dance at WrestleMania. Yeah, he literally said for the first time, didn't he? Uh-huh. I guess maybe the idea was it was the first time he's getting a WWE entrance. All right. I know. No, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just figuring it out, man. Gronk's like, I've been watching since I was three years old. I was supporting Mojo and FCW. Uh, he said, I've been to sold out WrestleManias. Man, now. I really thought he said he was he went to sold out. When oh, he said, because <laughs> I went to sold out WrestleManias. I was like, damn it. You know like, what? Was, he would have proven his bona fides if he said he went to sold, to NWO sold out. So I was driving one of those garbage trucks, <laughs> Cedar <laughs> Rapids, Iowa. Even just a 10-year-old in the crowd. I don't know how old Gronk is, but he was probably around know. 10. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, he says, I've been to sold out WrestleMania. Now I'm here with no people, and I'm getting to host WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mojo's like, hey, I'm here to watch your back, Gronk. And Gronk says, I'm here to get your back. And then he starts chopping Mojo. That was like the highlight of this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he's interrupted by Corbin. You uh, don't know what. Dun, dun, dun. And Bron- Baron says, Gronk, you're setting yourself up for failure by hanging out with Mojo. It's a fair point. That is a good point. Uh, and then. Although, uh, wait, actually, hold on. No, the last guy to hang out with Mojo was Riddick Moss. True. Um, and then Corbin says, hey, uh, Gronk, you got to bow down. I'm the king. And Gronk says, no. Um, and then Corbin says, Gronk has been, uh, t- says, Hey Gronk, I've been in NFL too. You wear pads there. Mm-hmm. I think you named just about every body part they wear a pad on. And then, uh, says, we don't do that here in WB though. You need to fall in line just like everybody else. If you want your party to last E minor strum, that means Elias is in the house. Tells Corbin he's got a song that he needs to listen to. That part Corbin's mildly like, made me laugh because Corbin turns around and says, what are you doing? Just following me everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it made me laugh. Elias says, yeah, he says, uh, I just got a song you need to hear. <laughs> Fine, I'll listen if you go away. 
<laughs> so Elias sings a song about how terrible Baron Corbett is while Gronk and Mojo dance. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Corbett like cuts him off, turns to Gronk, says, hey, what do you think so funny? Steps up to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Mojo does the thing where he's on all fours. He's on his hands and knees behind Corbett. And Gronk pushes him over. You ever been victim to that? Yeah. Oh. In middle school. Oh. You know, I love that you have no qualms with opening up about your middle school woes. Oh, yeah. It was like, what? Middle, middle school is the worst. It's the absolute worst. Kids are terrible to each other. <laughs> Kids are terrible to each other. They just other. do the absolute worst things to each other in middle school. It's terrible. <laughs> Based on my experience. I've never been, I've never like been like picked on. I've been like made fun of. <laughs> I've never been like picked on. Like literally, it was it was a year and a half of misery in middle school. Oh, otherwise, the rest of my life, nothing. Why was it a year and a half? What was the other? What was, did you like get on roids or something? The other half of the year that no, like ninth grade was fine. Oh, it was okay. like half of seventh grade and all eighth grade was miserable. Oh, eighth, eighth was grade fine. was your nine eleven. Okay, interesting. Um, so uh, Gronk pushes was him your over. Coronavirus year. It was bad, man. Uh, Corbin gets up, Elias is in, and then just tosses him out of the ring, and then Gronk goes. Well, I'm only the host of WrestleMania. I can't make matches, but I'm going to advocate for Baron versus Elias to have a Mania match. Yeah, he advocated in a very strong way, too. But I'm going to add, like, you know, he and he, he willed it to happen. I think that match is going to happen now. Yeah. You know, they should yeah. give booking power to the host, like, just for one match. Just for didn't, one match. Like, I guess the New Day didn't exactly have booking power. They had announced the Hardys. They got to announce the Hardys. You could, I mean, you could kayfabe that they brought them in, sure. The, the Rock kind of had booking power when he was host of WrestleMania 27 because he restarted the Cena-Miz uh, match, right? The Rock was, uh, yeah, he was very hands-on. I feel like they give Rock carte blanche. They do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, they pretty do. sure they, they do. actually do. They I'm do pretty sure they want. actually do. <laughs> After um, that, the Artist Collective was backstage, and this week they really went hard promoting the name the artist collective. Yeah. Uh, so make that, you know, God, it could especially be, when Sami Zayn was on commentary. It could, it could be something cool, man. It could just be, you know, what's funny too, is that again, I was watching that Monday night war stuff. I was pulling footage for a Vince Russo entry. And yeah. so I got, I was getting like a lot of footage of the new blood. And I was like, man, you know, the star power that they like legitimately had at that time. Mm-hmm. And like even the basic idea, I'll be honest, man. I think the basic idea of the new blood stuff I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just they never knew how to develop anybody. No. They could never get anybody from like, you know, scrub to like not scrub. I know. And so uh, so I don't know. I kind of feel like that's just WWE these days. It's like, dude, look, I like a lot of what WWE does. I think there's some cool stuff, but it's like. You just think to yourself, man, they've got so much talent. And they have like, like, dude, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Nakamura together. They should have some like freaking cool logo t-shirt, some yeah, cool no. name. I know. Now it's going to be like a, a, a piece of canvas and have a palette with some paints on it. Like, dude, hey, even some like a notes, just go throw with, everything like, like blood or something. But they're not yeah, going to do that. It's not going to be anywhere close to that, man. <laughs> It's going to be some musical notes. <laughs> it's funny. Sean Ross Sapp was on Twitter today. He's always trashing SmackDown, just like we are. And somebody said, somebody said, uh, you know, I, I think it was the Daniel Bryan stuff. I think it was the stuff that we're kind of talking about now. And he said, I've given up thinking that, you, you know, how we do this sometimes. We're like, okay, well, maybe they're going to do Daniel Bryan Nakamura. Oh, I think it, it was it was the Sasha Bailey thing. Yes. You no, you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he said, uh, uh, let's see, where is it? Oh, did I miss it? He said something like, you know, some people say, oh, they're going to do Sasha Bailey at SummerSlam. They're waiting to do that. And he says, they don't They do not do that. Like, you have to realize, they don't wait for a bigger thing. <laughs> they, WrestleMania. Just, they just do it now. It's and, now, yeah, now, I, now. I don't know if you noticed the, the, the byline for WrestleMania is too big for one day. Mm-hmm. That's official now. Yeah, official. That's that's part of the marketing plan for for uh, WrestleMania. Too yeah. big for one day. He was he was high on this uh, tonight. He said, "Yeah, isn't is there enough time? What is this? They're doing two million singles matches at Mania, and Bailey versus Sasha can't be one of them." This guy says, "Is there enough time to build it properly, though? I don't think so, unless un, unless their Mania match will be a pit stop to a larger match down the line." And he said. They've had years to properly build it. 
Oh, I mean, really, man. when they made the if they as simple as Paige coming out and making the announcement that Sasha's your opponent, like the way Sasha reacted when Paige said, "Oh yeah, you're in this match too," that's all you really need. Yeah. And the yeah. day Sasha wants that belt. Yeah. Anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak teaming up against Cesaro, Nakamura, Sami Zayn on commentary again. No Triple H tonight, sadly, but Sami was pretty fun. Um, really getting in on the 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 artist collective thing. Yet not describing what an artist, at least in terms of uh, an in-ring competitor, truly is. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Oh yeah, he says if y'all want to watch a bunch of meaningless wrestling, that's fine. It's been pretty well displayed. WWE doesn't save things that we think they're saving; they just outright don't do them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, early on, Nakamura sent out of the ring. Daniel Bryan hits him with a suicide dive. Almost sends Nakamura into Sami Zayn, who again is on commentary. Daniel Bryan gets back of the ring. Cesaro drops with a backbreaker, then boots Gulak off the off the apron. Daniel Bryan gets isolated. Commercial break happens. We come back. Drew gets the hot tag. He takes it to Nakamura. Hits a, a, a great looking uh, bridging German suplex. That gets him a two. Tries for a Gulak. Nakamura. This is this, this sequence is really good. He tries for a Gulak. Nakamura transitions seamlessly, seamlessly into yeah. an armbar. Gulak rolls him up. Uh, Nakamura kicks out and then drops Gulak with a kick. Artist Collective has the upper hand. It's not often enough that Nakamura gets to show off that he's actually a really good wrestler. He has MMA experience, you know. This is no, I know. This is a this is a, this is a really fun match. It like, was really we can, fun. Look, I can sit here and talk shit about their inability to package anything correctly, but God damn it, there's so much talent in the ring. This is so it's, much fun. It's this hard to deny. So I know. Fun. Yeah, totally. Cream rises to the crop. The yeah, the, uh, Kreeb rises. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Drew avoids a Kinshasa. Uh, uh, drops Nakamura with the clothesline. Cesaro's in. Uh, Gulak tries to uh, exploit his technique. However, Cesaro's strength is too much. That is until Daniel Bryan gets the tag in that Sami Zayn apparently doesn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits a sunset flip uh, on Cesaro to pick up the win for himself. Sami Zayn goes Gulak. crazy. He's like, oh, he can't do that. The ref didn't see about it. He was even a legal man. Yeah. Uh, yada, yada. Yeah, that was really good stuff. I mean, the one, the one benefit, I, I do think that did they do? I guess they didn't really need to do this. Yeah. Okay. So for the Ms. Morrison heavy machinery match, at a certain point, Dolph got on there. I do feel like Cole could have used like a Corey Graves or something, mm-hmm. but they did kind of try to. And I don't know. I know they're keeping it too essential. And if you're going to have one guy, I guess it's going to be Cole. But uh, but yeah. No, I, I I thought this was this was really really good stuff. So uh, next week we're getting. Uh, oh, that's okay. So yeah, after that we got. Gulak and Brian in the weight room stretching and that was you know, great. Gulak still teaching Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So the artist collective comes up and uh, obviously Sami Zayn's pretty upset. Uh, Sammy calls it a mediocre win. Uh, Ask Brian if he's just fine squeaking by Daniel Bryan says, what are you talking about? You barely won the intercontinental championship. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Sammy asks him when he's going to listen uh, to the great liberator over him over Drew Gulak. Yeah, uh, he's mocking his teaching abilities, and then Brian challenges Sami Zayn to an IC title match at WrestleMania, uh, and then Sami says, "Yeah, okay, but only if Drew Gulak beats me." Oh, I'm sorry, beats Nakamura next week on SmackDown. So that's cool. We're getting that match. I'm happy about that. Yeah, and that'd be good. That'd be really on, good. On top of that, like, look, this is one thing that I was really worried about, and I guess it could still happen if the city of Orlando decides to do it, or if the state of Florida decides to do it. You know, close down the performance center, mm-hmm. but uh, and I know they're gonna they're gonna pre-film a lot of stuff from what we understand. We've heard that apparently, yeah, yeah. But um, I'd I'll be honest with you, man. I'd rather have empty arena stuff than no stuff. Exactly. So I'm glad that they didn't. You know, on Raw there was one match. We had one match in a three hour show, one yeah. live match. Yeah. So I'm glad that tonight they just said, okay, look, we're doing matches. That's happening. We're gonna do matches. So we actually did get some matches, and they were pretty decent. I thought the main event especially was pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, after that, we had was supposed to be a page interview via Skype with oh, Michael Cole. Well, I want to mention this real quick. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, getting back to Drew Gulak. So he's going to beat Nakamura next week. Uh-huh. Sammy, Daniel Bryan are getting their intercontinental match at WrestleMania. Now, Daniel Bryan has said that he's going to be taking six weeks off mm-hmm. uh, soon when yeah. uh, when Bree gives birth to their second child. Correct. How great would it be? And this and I it's probably not gonna happen because chances are Daniel Bryan's gonna end up just losing to Sami Zayn because he's not gonna be around. Yeah. Um 
and they probably want to further establish the artist collective as a thing. One would hope, yeah. But man, how great would it be? They're building up Drew Gulak like this. If Daniel Bryan, the ultimate payoff of the storyline, he gets that title from Sami Zayn, and then he gets Drew Gulak in the ring with him, and Drew finally proves that he has figured out Daniel Bryan and wins the IC title off. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. It's like, low, it's like low key, like some of the under undercard stories on SmackDown are pretty good. There's this, there's the Otis stuff. I know. Oh, I just, love, Otis was so good tonight. They just can't seem to do the same uh, same level of quality for most of the main event stuff. The Otis stuff was so good tonight. God damn, that was so good. That was something that I didn't see coming and was great. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so Paige is supposed to do an interview with Michael Cole. Uh, she's pretty much instantly interrupted by Bailey and Sasha. They walk down the ring. Bailey welcomes Paige. Yeah, to, Paige is on Skype. On Skype, yeah. She's like, she's on Zoom. Could be Zoom. Could be Zoom. They said Skype, but it could be Zoom. <laughs> oh, they uh, said Skype? Okay. Yeah, it's said live Skype, via though. Skype. Paige from Los Angeles. Why would you use Skype if you have Zoom? Maybe WB doesn't know about Zoom. It could be. Skype's like the brand name, too, you know? It's like Xerox. Yeah, pretty much like Kleenex. <laughs> Uh, uh, Bailey says, Hey, Paige, welcome to our show. Uh, she says, Hey, Paige, whatever you came on here to do, just do it so you can be forgotten about again. Um, and then, uh, Paige goes on this thing about how the, about the woman's, uh, evolution is all about courage. And then Bailey and uh, she says, Bailey and Sasha, you lack courage, calls them bullies. You lack the ingredients. Bailey basically rolls her eyes, says, I've beaten everyone there is here. Uh, forever, uh, just put me in the Hall of Fame, basically. Um, and she says, unless Paige, you could do something about it. Oh, wait, you can't. Paige goes on about how, uh, yeah, she had her passion taken away from her because she can't wrestle anymore. Um, I wanna, She said, I wouldn't want to do that to anybody else. Right, Bailey? Right, Sasha? Like, there's yeah. a little bit of a pause there. Yeah. Um, anyways, Paige says, I spoke to my friends at Fox, and I'm here to announce your match for WrestleMania, Bailey. And Bailey's like, no, I was going to take Mania off. We're going to go straight to the Hall of Fame. Well, too bad. Uh, Bailey is going to defend against Lacey Evans. Bailey's like, cool, I beat her. No big deal. And then uh, Dana Brooke. And again, she's like, all right, no huge deal. Who else are you going to throw out there? Tamina? Hmm. Paige is like, yeah, you get another opponent. Guess who? <laughs> Bailey Tamina. said, does she? She said, Tamina, does she even work here anymore? Yeah. Paige, it was funny because Paige sort of referenced, she said, oh, yeah, Bailey, I know you're bad Bailey now. You're a bad guy now. Yeah. I like when they do that. Um, and then also Naomi. And then uh, Sasha grabs the mic, uh, calls uh, Paige B, and then asks yeah. Paige, how could you do that? And Paige says, oh, I'm happy you stepped up and uh, voiced your concerns here, Sasha, because uh, there's one more person in this match, and it's uh, it's you. Oh, and then Sasha looks over at that title. You don't look at Bailey. She looks at the title that Bailey's carrying. Ooh. And then Bailey storms out while Sasha's still there and she's got a smirk on her face. She's like, ooh, mm. title. title. A, uh, and this is an elimination match, so you know it's going to come down to those two. Is it an elimination match? That's what Paige said. Oh, okay. So it was elimination. Cool. Hey, I mean, yeah. six-pack challenge, is that usually elimination? Uh, it could go either way, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, Paige said elimination. If it, I mean, if it isn't, it isn't. I don't know, but she said Yeah, that. I, didn't, I didn't notice that. Um, next, we got the replay of uh, which we thought we were hoping they would show this Cena and Bray Wyatt from WrestleMania 30. Yeah, this is a cool match, dude. This is a cool match. The but there was match. that one moment, Larson. That one moment towards the finish. Bray had the chair out. Yeah. And uh, Cena had to think about it. And you know, backstage, they're probably like, okay, Cena, here's the thing. We really want your character to be changed by Bray Wyatt because that'll really build his, his character. And, uh, and Cena said, um, Change? Well, I'll consider it. Well, you, you'll consider change? No, I'll consider hitting with a chair in the ring, but I won't, and I win. <laughs> but I won't, and I win. Exactly. <laughs> I'll consider it. <laughs> oh, what I forgot about the finish of that match, it's, it's, it's Bray goes for a sister Abigail. It's uh -huh. super awkward. Yeah. And then Cena just picks him up one AA and wins. <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. I know. Like, the story being told that match was pretty solid. It was. Then, I like the... Uh, did he do, like, the five-knuckle shuffle or something like that? Or he, was, he was about to do the five-knuckle shuffle, and then Bray does the backwards spider mm -hmm. thing. That was cool. Yeah. 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 But no, I, it cracks me up because it's like, dude, you, the only Cena will have his cake and eat it, too. I know. <laughs> I'm going to think about it. I'm not going to hit him, and I'm going to win. <laughs> I know. It's like, no, here's the point, John. Either you hit him with it and you lose... <laughs> 
or or you hit them with it when the ref is looking, you win, yeah. or you don't do it and then you lose because you're not willing to go that far. That's yeah. the story that needs to be told here. Uh, I understand. I'll consider it. Oh, you consider doing it this way? No, in the ring, I'll consider hitting him. I won't. Then I win. <laughs> then I win. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so then we had a Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross interview. I like this. This is good. It was good. Uh, she called out Asuka for SmackDown next week, so that match is happening again. Another match. That's good. I'm glad they're doing matches. <laughs> uh, what way? What match do you think they're gonna rerun next week? Triple H range, WrestleMania 32. That could be. That could be. Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. So, again, that's 15 minutes at most. Yeah, it's like I cut it, man. That's not like a segment. They need something that's like, what was it tonight? Like 45 minutes? Uh, Something like that. The the, the range, Triple H match at Mania will get that done. Yeah. That was a long match. What about a Daniel Bryan match? That'd be great. I wonder if they would do 32. I wonder if they do anything from 32, though, because they got that on ESPN coming up. Yeah, maybe, yeah, probably that's the main event then. Yeah, probably the main event. Because that'll be the following Sunday that's on. You want to give away the main event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do mm-hmm. Hogan Goldberg. Okay. That was dope. All right. There was like hella people there. Yeah, well, there was. <laughs> Way more than this could be at SmackDown next week. <laughs> they put that shit on TV. <laughs> they were so desperate to pop their rating. They I put know. that huge match on TV. Yep. Good lord. Probably decided day of to do it too. I marked out big time for that though. You did too. That was rad. I don't think I did. I was well, I wasn't in the I wasn't in the Goldberg, but I wasn't a Hogan guy either. So what did I care? I was a big Hogan guy. You oh don't give me that shit. You can you don't re- retcon that one, Vince. You are a Hogan guy. Give me a break. What do you mean? You were a Hogan guy. You always used to love doing his shtick. Back in the day. Well, I mean, like it's doing a shtick and like thinking he was awesome was two different things. No, it isn't. That's the same thing, basically. No, it's not. <laughs> Me saying brother doesn't mean I'm a Hogan Mark. Far well, from not it. anymore. No, but I wasn't back that then. either. Who? What NWO uh, wrestling buddy did I have? Did I have Hogan? No, I had Macho Man. Oh, I was a Macho DDP? Man guy. Somebody had DDP. Jeff had DDP. <laughs> Jeff had Goldberg. I think maybe I had DDP. Oh, you had or DDP. Hill I did. I had Macho Man. Macho Man was always my favorite. Oh yeah, he was good. Uh, Miz and Morrison's dirt sheet was up next. This was, I admire their ambition here. Yeah. Uh, I thought that it was, you know, the, th- the thing about Miz and Morrison kind of even back then though, was that they would do stuff that they would find funny. Not that necessarily anybody else would find yeah. funny. And it's therein really lies the cheesy. Yeah, yeah. It's bad and cheesy, but they're, they're invested. So there's something there. So they got, they got episode of the dirt sheet. Uh, and they're pondering why they have no challengers for WrestleMania. So they asked the audience, who should they challenge uh, for WrestleMania? Of course, we all know there's no one in the stands. So they cut to Miz and Morrison uh, in New Day gear. Well, Miz is in New Day gear. And then uh, Morrison's in like a, 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 a unicorn costume. Oh, yeah, inflatable unicorn suit. And so they're all like, hey, you should take on the New Day. Uh, and again, they're uh, a couple of Uso fans. Mm-hmm. And they're doing all the catchphrases and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, hey, you should take on the Usos. And then they cut, and now they're dressed like a couple pieces of bacon, and that's their heavy machinery. Mm-hmm. But everybody else thinks they're ham because Otis yeah. loves ham. Yeah, and of course, ham, bacon, both pork products, but Is that not from stu- the same part of the pig. What? Have I seen that heavy machinery shirt before? The one with the ham on it? Uh. Uh-uh. Is that new? It must be. Okay. Are you going to buy that? You have a notion, don't you? It's always possible. It's always possible. I want to show my support, man. I turned big time around on Otis. You have. That's usually how it happens, though. Especially tonight. Holy crap, that was amazing. The sheer power of Horny takes him over. Yeah, he went ham tonight. Dude, that was great. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Anyways, all the the, the characters are impersonating or arguing with each other, especially about whether heavy machinery is supposed to be ham or not. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Ms. Morrison say, you know what? Fans can't decide. We're just going to take the night off at WrestleMania. Yeah. But then it was announced that's not going to happen. No. But, for, but first, Miz and Morrison take on heavy machinery. Uh, let's just get to the end when Dolph comes out. Uh, so Dolph comes out. Uh, he joins commentary. So, uh, like, Tucky was going, was trying to get the hot tag. He was sort of doing the crawl thing. Yeah. And Dolph's music kicks in, and that instantly Otis is distracted. 
Yeah, the Miz uh, drops Tucky with DDT. Yeah. yeah. Dolph joins commentary. He's asked by Cole, like, hey, why did you steal Otis's girl? Bad uh, question from Cole, by the way. Terrible journalism terrible, right there. Because she was never his girl. Exactly. It's a terrible question. Um, Dolph says, well, I didn't steal Mandy from Otis. Otis just missed out. We get another the glitchy Mustafa Ali thing. Uh, Otis gets the hot tag. He clears house. Uh, double corner splash to Miz and Morrison. Then he hits double caterpillar. No, he doesn't because Dolph grabs the mic. And he says, hey, hey, buddy. Uh, just want to show you a couple pictures of uh, of of." The, what, what is the word he said? Oh, you man. Were, you were smitten with my kitten or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. And so he throws us some pictures on the Tron of he and Mandy out doing dating stuff. Yeah, I really wish it was just like straight up, like just close-up penetration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like him just literally balls deep. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. tongue deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a butthole. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But it wasn't Anyways, that. They were just no. like having it's like they just ran into each other and posed for a photograph. Pretty much. Pretty much. They put them on Instagram. Anyways, Dolph's like, hey, Otis, uh, are we good? Uh, I know, you know, you're 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 Should have been a picture place. of them in a pool with a tiger. There you go. <laughs> called uh, Otis first loser. Yeah. So this makes Otis mad. So he leaves the ring. Dolph tries to hop the barricade and Otis grabs him and throws him back on the opposite side of the barricade back towards ringside. It was a great toss too. Like Dolph sold the shit out of it. Yeah, he just he just ragdolled pretty much. Yeah. So, uh Otis grabs a chair. He's about to take it to him. Miz and Morrison grab him, grab the chair from him, put it back in the ring, and then Otis just like hulks out. Close lines them out. Mm-hmm. Destroys them all around ringside, and the shoulder tackles him through the barricade, <laughs> and he grabs the chair again, and he just wants to destroy him. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Tucky's like, "No, don't do it." Yeah. Don't do it. He does it. And he does it. Yeah, he does. He destroys it. him. Yeah, he just. It's so they pure, DQ'd. They get DQ'd. Pure sexual rage, and it doesn't stop. He grabbed Miz and started slamming his head into the announce table. Oh man, I was like, dude, if any time, if at any time we needed to see blood, it was, was it. now because you need to oversell. You need to get the violence in this moment across. Mm-hmm. Otis is a sexual being. Who, when his sex is repressed, it it just blows up in in an orgy of violence. And Tucky's the only person who knows this, and that's why he's trying to settle him down. He's like, "Whoa, you know, you need to relax the organ. It's it's yeah. all just spilling out." Yeah. And uh, and Otis, and then and then he starts sobbing into Tucky as Tucky holds him. It was the oh my god! It was the best fucking thing. It was awesome. It was I really good. It. I thought it was so good. It was really good. And Dolph, so like, like he was up on the ramp when it was happening. He was like, yeah, freaking out. He's like, he what did I fucking do? What did I open up here? He realized he's in a bad way. God damn it. That was good stuff. Uh, before the main event segment, contract signing, uh, they announced next week we're getting Asuka versus Alexa Bliss, uh, Drew Gulak versus uh, Nakamura, uh, New Day versus the Usos. Winner gets a shot at Mania. For the tag titles and also a new Firefly Funhouse. So it's actually a pretty stacked uh, card of matches there, it looks like. Yeah, it's it good. Be fun. Yeah, it's good. Uh, next up, we had uh, the Roman Reigns uh, Goldberg contract signing. Uh, they both get to the ring and instantly they toss the chairs. They just chuck those office chairs out of the ring. Yeah, that's that was like cool. good $150 chairs right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Otis tossed a chair and blew it up. I, he destroyed it. I know. It was awesome. God was damn. Crazy. Uh, the, my only complaint, I thought this was, I thought Reigns was really good here. Yeah. He had, well, just about gave Goldberg cry face. I thought he did. And the only thing I think missing from a production standpoint or from a presentation standpoint, like just put one spotlight above them, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. get like a, like a, just a little bit of fog machine stuff in there and just Drama. really gets it. That's what they really are missing is a little bit of atmosphere. You put that in there, and Reigns was intimidating in this. Yeah, man, he was good. He was kind of scary. Yeah, so Goldberg uh, was asked, uh, who'd you expect to answer the challenge? And he goes, I was hoping it was Roman, but I didn't think he had the balls. I didn't think he had the balls. So Roman's like, hey, or Cole asked Roman, why'd you take the challenge? And he's like, all the greats have challenged me, and I beat them all. Yeah. So why not Goldberg? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is pretty great. So Cole, Cole brings up this tweet about Roman punching the pad. Yeah. At the end of which he makes a reference to Goldberg banging his head against the door and how stupid that how is. How stupid it is. Yeah. And so he's asked, uh, so why'd you do that, Roman? Roman says, 
why not take that shot? Yeah. All that I see is a little bitch bulldog in my yard holding a title he didn't earn. Cry face from Goldberg. Dude, and he said it with like the mo- I was terrified. He yeah, said man. it with intensity, man. It was good. It was real. I see this little bitch bulldog in my yard holding my title he didn't even earn. Damn. Yeah, that was good. Jesus, Roman. And Goldberg takes like four beats to collect himself because he probably just he just probably gets shoot mad. Probably just wet himself, man. Yeah, I know. And so he goes, "Listen here, punk." So you know it's gonna be bad. So he's gonna say he's gonna be terrible. <laughs> you know he's like super old. I know. Only boomers say punk anymore. Now listen here, young man. Is what he really wanted to say. <laughs> and his his retort was terrible. Yeah. I've been destroying steel doors all over the world with that headbutt, and come WrestleMania, Roman, you're gonna be the next victim. Awful. Terrible. Awful. Terrible. Terrible trash talk, Bill. <laughs> Do better, Bill. I know, Bill. I know you just I know you just wet yourself. I know. I know I you're know. dealing with a sudden bout of incontinence. I know. However, collect yourself. Roman won that battle and he's gonna win the battle at WrestleMania. So Goldberg tosses the table aside. They have a stare down to close the show. God, I hope Reigns no sells everything he does and then just fucking annihilates him. I just want one spear. One spear for Roman. <laughs> Bell ring, spear from Roman, match over. Yeah. Just, and then like and then like medics come and attend to Goldberg. Yeah, and yeah. then Roman like throws blood. Throws <laughs> like in, like Invader three levels of yeah. blood. Yeah. It's like a fountain. <laughs> he like, it's like he an like, SNL skip. <laughs> you see they did that the uh, a couple weeks ago? On what? SNL? On SNL, yeah. They did the vomit the vomit That's gimmick. The best. It's great. That's great. Yeah, so Goldberg tosses the table, they stare down. But I'm just like, you fucking old man. Yeah. I'm not going to rain shit again. Listen here, punk. Get out of here with that mess. Goldberg. Listen here, punk, and his face is all round. Anyways. Take a look, see if there's any questions here. Oh, let's see. Let's go sure, to Discord certainly. real quick. Uh, I know there was somebody earlier. Somebody earlier here in. Uh, uh, oh, what is this? Oh, wow, that. Hold on a second. Harry Flint says, you forgot Naomi in the SmackDown title match at Mania. I thought I said Naomi. Yeah, I think you said Naomi, dude. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. I thought there was one. Damn it. Harry Flynn one. also says, I missed Triple H on commentary. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no. Somebody asked. Uh, somebody asked what we thought about the Braun Strowman contri- controversy. Controversy. Uh, well, he's wrong. Uh yeah no we tell well, yeah I guess we sort of talked about that already didn't we yeah um yeah so like I don't even know where this was done I think it was an Instagram but I couldn't find the post yeah I think it was on Instagram like Evil Uno said something is that right about yeah my understanding is Evil Uno said something about supporting independent wrestlers you know during the time when they, they can't work here we go again when I was doing this I was dirt poor and I did it all myself and uh, you know I didn't have to go on Patreon or, or have anybody support me. I'm like, fucking shut up, dude. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is it? What is it your business, Bron? Yeah, it's not It's not your business, Bron. Get out of here. Jeez. Alex Foster has a question here. With the lack of content lately, would you guys consider reviewing NXT UK and 205? Don't mean to annoy you about it. Just asking. Oh, that's not an annoying question. That's a solid question. That's a decent question. Um, So, I, dude, here's the thing. If there isn't... If there's not going to be raw... SmackDown or NXT or AEW, there's not going to be UK or 205. 205. Yes. So I don't see a I don't see a situation where those would exist if the others don't exist. Correct. So that's that's sort of the situation. Um, Alex Hausen, what program do you guys use to talk when you're apart? You sound really clear. That's thanks to Zoom. Zoom. We got to get our dudes over there at uh, Studio 71 to uh, get us a Zoom sponsorship. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, Thayer Tabata. Yeah, go ahead. What? Go ahead. Uh, P- Power Rank, other old matches WWE should play during SmackDown and Raw. Uh, the blindfold match, Jake Roberts and Rick Martell. Uh, so. Sasha versus <laughs> the blindfold match. Uh, I was going to say, like, legitimately, Sasha versus Bailey, one of them takeovers. Oh, yeah, the first one, the Brooklyn one. That was great. It might just get people's hopes up, though. Yeah, no. They think, well, SummerSlam, we're going to see this rematch, right? Yeah, right. No, exactly. No, no. Yeah. What you get at Mania is what you get. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Greg Morris, Larson, I found you a background for your next review, and it is the sold out stage. 
Oh, perfect. The giant toilet. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Dylan Haggett, should they add an NXT title match, a six-woman ladder match in Ciampa versus Gargano to the WrestleMania card since TakeOver Tampa has been canceled? I don't think there's room on the card for that, for those matches, yeah. sadly. Uh, Greg Morris also has a little uh, challenge for you, Larson, huh. because I am on Discord and I can see this. He has the previous five worst major shows of the year listed here, according to the Wrestling Observer himself. Apparently, okay. maybe the, the voting thing, right? Okay. Across all promotions, do you? Th- let's see if you can guess these. Oh wow! This is tough, man. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Twenty nineteen pay per views, right? Uh, major shows. So yeah, pay per views, network specials, oh, but man. across all all promotions. So not just yeah, WWE. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a CMLL show on there before or on there, right? No, but shockingly, our favorite promotion is oh, in, AAA had the 2015 worst show of the year. Triple Mania of 2015. Really? Yeah. These are the worst shows ever. Okay. Uh, the last five worst major shows of the year. But that, you said that was 2015. Uh, oh, the tri- last five. Okay, understood. Understood now. I thought yeah. you meant the last five shows of this last year. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. So 2015 and then 2016 would have been what? Major oh, Backlash. Show. Backlash 2018 is probably on there, right? Uh, very close. It was. Uh, no, 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 no. no. No, 2018, I think, was a landmark show for WWE, though. I'll give you that hint. Was it the first Saudi show? Crown Jewel. Was yeah. that the first Saudi show? I don't know. This was the first one. No, Greatest Rumble was the first one. It was the second one, then. Okay, then, yeah. It was one of the Saudi shows. All right. Uh, 2019 was Super Showdown. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, 2016? Uh, 2016 was WrestleMania 32. Oh, yeah. That was a bad show. About 2017. Battleground. Hmm. That was really bad. Oh, wait, yeah. Battleground? That wasn't the one, the one that, that Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn fought, was it? I thought it was. Maybe the rest of the car was poo-poo. Maybe. Maybe. Let's keep on reading the Lucha blog, their Twitter, how like CMML is, is like kind of a mess right now. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe they had a bad show last year. Oh, yeah. But I got oh, the premise really of the question wrong. Uh, that's all the questions on the Discord. Let me all hop right. over on Patreon. Uh, more Greg Morris. So I was watching Scarface, and it's the montage scene. Power ranked top five wrestling montages you would like to see on any upcoming show. Give me a trading montage. Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak. That's got to be number one. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Uh, the Artist Collective going to like a pottery class or something. I want to see a, a Hangman Page uh, pub crawl. There you go. That's good. It'd be like I know you haven't seen this, but it's it's really entertaining. The Red Dead Redemption Two. I told you about this before. There's like a, a a bar scene that takes place over the course of a night, and you're and the main character is getting just hammered drunk and getting into fights with people, but then like dancing with them like right afterwards. It was really well done. It was good. That's stuff. pretty funny. Yeah, it's like remind me of Hangman Page. Uh, dog Authority figure. Who would you rather see in AEW? Kevin Owens or Adam Cole, baby? Kevin Owens. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I've seen Adam Cole with those guys already. Pretty recently, yeah. Yeah, recently, yeah. yeah. Oh, Diehard Homer says Battleground was also Cena versus Rusev flag match. That was horrendous. That was awful. That was really bad. Reaper126 asks, any chance you guys do retro pay-per-view reviews Do they cancel weekly content? Yes, that's yep. the, the leading contender of, of how we're going to fill time. What's the plan, Stan? Yep, yep. Uh... Oh, that's interesting. The band man. Says the local enhancement talent from AEW Lance Archer segment. He says he can give you several names. Uh, Hold My Beer Hanson, Jay Too Strong, Johnny Maverick, Proc the Croc Johnson, and Mike Sutton from Spinebuster Championship Wrestling in Valdosta, Georgia. Wow. I wish I lived. Sometimes I wish I lived in that Region in Valdosta, the Georgia. There's probably some cool. I've never even heard of Valdosta, Georgia. Have you? Nor, ha- nor have I. No. That sounds amazing. Spinebuster Championship Wrestling. I want to look that up. All right. Spine Buster Championship Wrestling. Oh man, they got a YouTube and everything. Look at that. The How man people, from out. The man from out west. Uh, what's one move you guys would give to each other? One move you'd take. One move I'd give you, I'd give you an F5. All right. It's fairly harmless. I can get you up there. Yeah. I'd want to give you an AA. I don't think you can, dude. I don't think you can. 
Because, like, you got to, like, launch me over you. I'm more what I have to do. Because I'm just a little baby boy, aren't I? I just don't think the physics are going to work for you. Because I'm just a little baby boy, aren't I? <laughs> How'd right, you do that over. two times exactly the same way? That was crazy. <laughs> show's over. Thanks, oh, no. All right. Everybody, hey, let's try to get this one up to, like, I don't know, 300 likes. That'd be cool. Thanks, uh, Prince Charming. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Sky Otonic, here's my question. Which is safer on the neck, a normal pile driver or a package pile driver? It's got to be a package. I mean, that's that's worse on the neck. The package. Yeah, I would think so too. Normal pile normal driver, pile driver sort of... you can you can also put your hands to the person's thighs and push up to kind of support yourself. Man, I tell you what though, Mister Wonderful at WrestleMania something or another. Yeah. The Madison no, the Mad maybe it was the Madison Square Garden show that uh, Hogan won the first title. Uh -huh. He fought a dude. I forget his name. Salvador something. Salvador or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, Orndorff's big thing back then was the the pile driver. He was like, yeah, I'm he used gonna to get jump. you the pile driver. Yeah, he used to jump. Yeah, dude, this was fucking rough. Yeah, this guy landed square in his head. Yeah, man, that's terrible. So, uh, uh, generally, a pile driver is pretty safe, but not with Orndorff. No, he'll fuck you up. Say, I'm gonna pile drive you. That's totally cool. I think you can pull that off, man. We'll do that one, but sure. don't do it like Owen style. No, 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 I won't do that. I'll do it Orndorff style. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> Jump up. All right. See if I'm a little baby boy then. <laughs> Oh, my little baby. Oh, my little baby boy, Larson. I love him so much. All right, show's over. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.